This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Christian perspective on the news does not necessarily reflect the opinions of Radio K Pulpit or the on-air presenter, but is the independent viewpoint of the individual contributor. Please send an email to info at kpulpit.co.za should you have any further inquiries. Christian Perspective on the News. Dr. Peter Hammond joins us on a Friday for Christian Perspective on the News. He's the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action and the William Carey Bible Institute. Good morning, Dr. Hammond. Good morning, Brad. You know, we're living in such a world of fiction. It seems to many people the truth offends them more than fiction. There's probably never been a generation or an age when there's been such an appetite and obsession with fiction. And there was a time in the past when most people's lives, even the entertainment, revolved around history. Just think of the Shakespeare plays, which are almost always historical plays based on actual events. And uh, right now we've got a society where people are consuming such a lot of fiction. And we're not just talking about the entertainment industry. Hmm. There's a massive amount of fiction in even school textbooks you know just think of once upon time there was nothing then there was something and that something became everything <laughs> uh, a whole lot of time and a whole lot of nothing made everything so you know even evolutionism which has got to be the most popular fairy tale on earth um is in the textbooks and there's a lot of other things we have so much fake it's in history it's in a lot of news media as well uh, even what obsesses many people and right now we've got people absolutely obsessed with the fiction that men can become women and vice versa. The Bible is quite clear. God created man, male and female, he created them. And what God created, he declared very good. But now we have a new religious cult out there where people are convinced that they know better than God. God made a mistake and they are convinced they can change their biological makeup, their identity. Whereas right from the beginning, all of creation has been divided into male and female. And when we work together, it's a great partnership. But um, you just look at what's been going on recently, and uh, there's Riley Gaines, a 12-time All-American swimmer with three SEC titles, very successful female swimmer at the University of Kentucky, and uh, all of her life plans were suddenly changed when she was forced to share a locker room with a biological male who called himself Leah Thomas, and then compete against this biological male in the women's swimming championships and a very uneven challenge. But not only did she, she won, but she tied with this uh, uh, male, pretend to be a woman, Leah Thomas. And believe it or not, the NCAA officials insisted in giving the transgender challenger the trophy, despite tying Riley down to a hundredth of a second in the event. And uh, absolutely extraordinary. Well, Riley Gaines has since become quite a campaigner for women's sports and that women's sports should be limited to women. And, you know, you would think that's a pretty straightforward position, but she's been assaulted just recently last week at a university. And the university campus uh, failed to protect her or provide any proper security and, in fact, uh, condemned um, her and developed support for the assault people. And when Riley Gaines has been explaining uh, what happened, and you just have to watch the video footage of it, it's quite frightening. She's been mm. sworn at verbally and physically assaulted and mob around her. Um, 
and they barricaded into a room and demanded money from her to allow her out. And uh, the police around her didn't do anything to particularly protect her. And when she was asked on an interview why the police didn't, they said she could tell the police were afraid that if they dealt with these criminals assaulting her the way they should, that their careers and lives would be over because we've now got a new protected class. And uh, it's, it's like a religion. It's more than a religion of the new world order. It's actually a war against Western Christian civilization. What we're seeing is a war against women and a war against truth, a war against reality. And uh, anybody who swims against the tides, and that's actually the uh, title of O'ReillyGaines.com uh, website, Swimming Against the Current. And, you know, even a dead fish can float downstream, but to swim upstream like the steel-headed trout do, that takes serious courage and backbone. Mm. And, uh, you know, imagine that somebody who's campaigning for women's sports to be respected and women's places and um, locker rooms to be respected, their privacy to be respected, they now assaulted and the people doing the assaulting are considered the victims and the ones being uh, assaulted are considered the villains. So we've got reality being turned upside down. It's quite bizarre. Uh, we had the similar case when Kelly Jane Keane, a women's rights activist from England, was assaulted in New Zealand recently mm-hmm. under the banner of Let Women Speak. And a huge mob of men uh, wearing makeup and dresses assaulted her and her followers and with lots of loud noises and sirens and whistles going off, prevented them from speaking and then physically assaulted her, poured a tomato juice over her and made a public statement saying uh, it's symbolic because we'd like her to be covered in blood, preferably her own blood. And the same people saying that proudly stating how they shut down her women's rights rally and chased her out, that um, they proud, they said there's no place for hate and intolerance in New Zealand. Well, anyone watching the actual footage of what happened there can see where the hate and the intolerance is coming from. But it would seem that under the new narrative that we're living in this world of fiction, uh, where people can reverse the way God created us and so on, that somehow or another, uh, they are the protected class and they are the, always the victims, even if they're doing the assaulting, even if they're the ones being hateful. By definition, someone who disagrees with their uh, inversion of reality, uh, they're the hateful ones and they're the ones guilty of assault. So it's a matter of um, projection. But this is actually big business. There's a book out, which is quite extraordinary, uh, called The uh, Transgender Industrial Complex. And it's actually got a lot of real insights there because the Transgender Industrial Complex points out this is a lot of money. And the people who are funding this transgenderism movement and cults, which is more than an institution and an ideology, it's actually an industry too. For every child who's convinced to transgender, it's about $1.3 million US dollars in the hands of this big pharma industry and these surgical uh, companies that involved in all this. It's big business and it's now a multi-billion dollar industry. There are billionaires like Soros and uh, other famous major um, uh, billionaires who are funding all of these transgender campaigns and so on. So billionaires and big pharma bankrolling the transgender industrial complex. When plastic surgery first started in the first world war, it was specifically to help war wounded people whose faces had been disfigured um, because of bullets and shrapnel. And so to reconstruct people's lives, plastic surgery came into being. Somewhere later on, 
Plastic surgery developed into helping Hollywood stars look forever young and have perfect teeth and uh, spotless faces and all that sort of thing and narrowing their noses or whatever they wanted done. And so uh, we've seen plastic surgery now morph into changing people's genders. That's a lot of money and it's actually mutilating children. Throughout the whole of uh, North Africa, there's campaigns against uh, genital mutilation of females. And uh, we've understood that should be a crime and it shouldn't be allowed, even though there are many cultures that tolerate it. And now uh, gentle mutilation of children is considered uh, gender affirming care, which is a real distortion. It's like using the word chemotherapy as though there's something therapeutic about poisoning a person's system. Uh, well, uh, we've now got the synthetic sex identities industry being pushed by a whole lot of billionaires. Um, and what we can see is there's many people who've got caught up in this movement thinking it's got it's got some kind of grassroots foundation. There's nothing grassroots about this transgenderism cult that's invading women's sports and women's bathrooms and gender mutilating children, poisoning them and pumping them full of hormone blockers and puberty blockers and all the rest of it. So I think as Christians, let's get back to the you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. The family is the basic building block of Sunny. God created a man, male and female, he created them. And we need to get back to tolerance and respect and doing to others we want to be done unto and uh, honoring women uh, and not interfering with their lives, their space and their privacy. When one has to shut down people with violence and force and threats, uh, then the truth is not on one side. So this morning, I'm just thinking of all those women who are feeling so threatened and so uh, intimidated by this new, very intolerant religious cult uh, that uh, Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.